Infendo Radio records live every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join us and watch those live recordings over at twitch.tv slash infendoradio. Creating overwhelming urges to buy Nintendo crap since 2005. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Infendo Radio. I want to say 627. Did I get it right this time? That's Did the I get one. It right? All right. Eugene's given me the of success. I've been suppressing a burp since we started playing that <laughs> intro. I'm just going to try to get through the rest of this segment without burping into the microphone uh, because I love you guys so much. Um, we've got a show for you tonight. Quite the show, actually. We're all a little wired. We're all a little on edge because Pokemon Legends Arceus is set to drop, we believe, in just a little under three hours from now. So we're all kind of just on pins and needles just playing games to pass the time until we can do that. So tonight's show is kind of just going to be a, a, a little chat about what we're looking forward to, what we expect with all that going on. And then I'm going to tell you about the games we've been playing. But before that, I'd like to introduce to you two lovely, lovely boys who I spend way too much of my days with. Um, one who I spend pretty much every waking moment of every waking day with because we're also co-workers. Eugene, how you doing tonight? And where can the people find you when we're not on this show? Um, on Trello, unfortunately. But um, other than that, go to Infendo.com if you want to learn about the in- Nintendo-related activities that we've got going on. Lucas, I don't think I get to ask you this enough, but how are you doing? Where can the people find you? How are your projects going? And more importantly, how are you feeling, sir? Well, that's a lot of questions. I don't really know how to answer all that. I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm doing well because I'm here with you boys. Um, I actually, kind of shameless Infendo plug, I posted a huge article on Infendo today, an op-ed, um, that was originally going to be a video on my YouTube channel, which is Lucas Peace. If you're interested in seeing me and Steve play a bunch of games together, go there. But I was going to make a video, didn't make the video, Pokemon comes out tomorrow. It's a whole op-ed on my feelings on the current generation of Pokemon games, all of the, the controversy over the bad graphics and the bad animations and why none of that matters to me, and I love the games anyway. I'm a stupid fanboy, and hate me if you want, but damn it, they're my feelings. Go check that out. Go give it a read if you have, like, five hours to kill reading through that article. Um, Steve, how are you doing tonight, and where can the people find you? And what are you doing when you're not working on your projects? And how many different shades of cyan can be found in your left nipple? There are so many awesome questions there. You can find me playing Animal Crossing are all there? day, every day. <laughs> it is my current addiction. Holy hell. Um, I see your discussion. farm in yeah. our live stream behind this, me. Yeah, this was taken today. It was hard. <sighs> um, but we'll get to that later. Um, join my Discord, linktr.ee forward slash gentus, and come chat with me. Okay, so I want to start, before we get into Pokemon here, with a story about Steve's farm in oh, Animal Crossing. Go. If you would indulge me, Eugene, because you need I'm, to know I'm captivated madness, by what I'm looking not at. Be here. Yeah, he's not going to be here that much longer for me to talk about live on the air, so i got to get this out now. Um, he recently found out he's been crossbreeding flowers, which I pointed out is basically just the exact same process for him as evolving Digimon, right? It's like, oh, well, if I water this one next to this one, there's a 25% chance it will jogress into a black rose, which can then digivolve into a golden rose. So he's been doing that whole thing. He has had me for the last two nights coming over to his island 
every night to water all of his flowers, of which there are many, because right. when a friend waters your flowers, the odds of them crossbreeding go from 5% to 25%. Oh, boy. So I've been watering all of It's like listening his... to me talk. This You've been wonderful. reading yeah, a wiki. Been... So mm -hmm. I come to visit, and I'm going up the row and down the row, and that's all the tulips. Up the row and down the row, and there's all the roses. Six or seven <laughs> times, man. It's a it's a thing. It's... But. It's been he's, fun. He's dedicated, man. He's got he's got the dedication. So I, well, you know, and you I, can see my OCD if you're watching the live stream. So. Whatever mm -hmm. keeps him playing this game, because it's nice to know somebody else who's playing this game. It gets me into it. Every now and then I log in, and it's only because he asked me to do something. So it kind of keeps <laughs> me focused. Um, a game that I am not going to have any trouble logging into for the foreseeable future is Pokemon Legends Arceus. And I'm pleased to say, actually, and kind of a record first on this show, all three of us have it downloaded, preloaded, and are planning on playing it when it drops tonight at midnight my time, hopefully 10 p.m. your time. I think that's how it's working. I really hope that's how We're it's working. We're hoping that's how it's tonight's working. Tonight's going to be a huge bummer, and me and Steve are going to end up playing, like, Minecraft or something. Um... You can Guys, always come I, water my flowers. I'm really excited for this game. Yeah, I'm probably going to end up watering your flowers while we wait, let's be real. Um, I'm so <laughs> excited for this game. And we've all kind of managed to stay relatively in the dark. I think the, the sliding scale of how in the dark we are goes from me to then Steve to Eugene, who's like right. pretty much going in like with total blinders on, right, Eugene? Mm -hmm. Like you've watched yeah. like one trailer, right? Yeah, literally I've seen yeah. um, the first trailer, um, but I want to backpedal um, and say that you said that I'm going to go in the darkest, and um, I take umbrage to that. And Fendo Radio are equal opportunity uh, <laughs> employers. Um, yeah, no, but but like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time, man. I'm really excited. Uh, we kind of talked about this off show, but I think both of you are starting with Rowlet. I'm gonna be starting out with Cyndaquil. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. what do you what do you want this game to do for you for this series? Like, do you have hopes? Do you have dreams? Are you going in a complete blank slate? Just hoping that you know whatever it is is going to be good. Like, how? What are you feeling leading up to this? Because it's kind of cool that we're all kind of excited for this game. I feel like that doesn't happen very often. Any of go you. first, Eugene. Any. Yeah, I was I was going to give you the opportunity as the guest. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just excited to be getting something different. Mm -hmm. Um. So, longtime listeners of the show will recognize that Lucas and I have bought every single Pokemon game. Um, except, ma mainline game. Except since brilliant I joined the show, diamond, except shiny, brilliant diamond. Pearl. Yeah, whatever those two were. Like yeah. we don't even know what they are. That's how much disinterest we had. Mm -hmm. um, and they've all kind of been the same. Like if you listen to our shows from when I think the first one I did with you guys, Lucas, was the Alola region. Yeah. Our reviews of the Alola games were pretty much the same as every new generation after. Because yeah. it's basically been the same the same game. This time is completely different because it's a completely new game. It's not right. structured like a Pokemon game. It doesn't have the same mechanics as a mm -hmm. core game. It doesn't even take place well, in the same um, I don't uh, not timeline, but the same era as the main century. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm it, it um like like today I was going through the website obsessively because I'm I need like any fix I can get right at this point, 
And like, uh, I, I stopped on a thing and I was like, oh, look, Steve, trading is gonna be a thing. We can trade Pokemon. And that was exciting for me because mm -hmm. I didn't know if we were gonna be able to trade Pokemon. Yeah. I still don't know if we're gonna be able to battle Pokemon, you know? So like, going in totally without any clue what we're getting ourselves into, but it's kind of fun, it's exciting, you know? I feel like a kid again. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah. I I think that I um, like I said, I haven't gone in. I haven't been looking at any trailers, anything like that. So as far as I know, this is going to be an open worldish uh, Pokemon game, probably with hubs like a Monster Hunter, and I'm all here for it. So like everything else is kind of gravy for me. The I am kind of excited that it's almost like an origin ish story. So that's going to be cool because mm -hmm. I've, I've always been kind of into the, you know as weird as it is the pokemon lore you know so that's i'm that's what i'm most excited yeah. for is to kind of learn about like okay how did these <laughs> acorns turn into pokeballs or whatever type of thing you know yeah no for real no it looks like there's gonna be um and i that's kind of the part that i've been avoiding is the plot which is weird to say because right. usually i skip over like i'm a gen one or i skip over all the plot like i do not mm -hmm. care about story in my pokemon games sun but and I'm moon kind of really got me almost got. that way so i hope it's good yeah you know like sun and moon's plot yeah, sun and like, moon barf. sun and moon the first time i played sun and moon i was like oh wow this is interesting there's a lot going on here i was constantly interacting with these people the second time i played sun and moon i was like oh i hate this so much this is the worst thing i've ever done and then sword and shield i feel like i enjoyed more but i would probably hate just as much if i had to replay it from the start like, it sure. was kind of cool that, like, you're not really the main character. Leon is kind of the main character, and he goes off right. and fights the bad guys, and you don't do... Like, that is interesting. I kind of enjoyed it. But I don't know that I'd like to do it again, you know? Like, I, yeah, we now I play that, that game for, like, the free roaming. Yeah. <laughs> we, we talked about that when it first came out a little bit, but you're right. I don't know that I want to enjoy experience that story anymore. I just want to be in the, you know, free yeah. roaming area type it's... of thing. Yeah. It's not fun. I've gone back and done the beginning of the story mm -hmm. on other profiles so I could not have to buy a second copy of the game to complete my living decks. Sure. It's not great going back to the beginning of those games. We just just stick with the end where we are. So that's the thing that's kind of interesting for me, Steve, knowing you as well as I do and the amount of time we put into these games together. I feel like you're going into this with a very different experience than usual, because usually when you go into the Pokemon games, it's like, all right, which Pokemon are new, which forms are new, and what do I have to do to add these to my living Pokedex? But, like, even though you're still going to be obviously do, like, they, I think they've said there's going to be home compatibility, so you're going to be able to they put, have. like, you know, all your Hisuian forms and stuff into your living decks and everything. Like, I feel like the draw of this game isn't going to be so much I, I need to add, like, 10 new Pokemon to my, to my you know, Pokemon Home account. It's going to be like, this, this is actually a game to play, you know? Like, there's actually an experience to be had here, which is kind of a long yeah, time coming. I wanted, I wanted to do something different this time. Because, yeah. like you say, I do usually, okay, you know, there's 19 Alolan forms. I know that I need to get these 19 forms, these variations. They've also released these new forms of the old For Pokemon. a second, I forgot that it was in Alola. I thought you were talking about this game, and I was like, he looked it up? The... No. Ah, and that's and the he thing. spoiled it? So, ah! <laughs> no, so I actually have a Pokemon news feed that you can subscribe to in my Discord. Yeah. And I, the nice thing about Cerebi.net, thank you guys if you're listening, is they don't post spoilers in their tweets or their thumbnails or anything. So they just posted today, for instance, all right, here's the list of all the Hazuian forms we have. 
beware if you click on this link, there will be spoilers ahead. And that's how they do their tweets. Um, so much respect for you guys for doing that. Um, Cause yeah, I don't want to go in spoiled. I know of the couple Hazuian forms that they've revealed through trailers. I have yeah. not watched all the trailers, which we won't even say see. on this show because we right, don't know no, if we're not going to do that. Of them all, and we wanted to. And we special. also know that Hellhound in the chat probably doesn't know because he hasn't been following this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be weird going in blind for a change. Like yeah. I'm going to get to experience it like you did when we started doing the Pokemon Special Editions, where it was like. Oh, this is a Pokemon. That's cool. So, I started going in blind to games around the time Brawl came out. Do you guys remember how, like, hyper... I mean, it's been like that for every Smash Bros. game, but you know how hyper-aggressive Brawl was with, like, its advertising? Yeah. It's like, okay, Smash Dojo. Every day, new character, new stage, new music. We're going to show that it all ruined off. ruined that and, game you know, And by me, the time man. the game came out, there was... Yeah, yeah, by the time nothing. the game came out, there were no secrets. There was nothing. Yeah, and, and I, I know Pokemon Legends has been leaked for like a week. Like, people have already been posting like final boss mm-hmm. battles and, and video, like gameplay and uh, guides and walkthroughs and crap. And it's like, um, like, everybody knows how many Pokemon are in the game. Everybody knows how many like Hisuian forms are in the game and everything. I don't want to know that. So, like, I want that to no. be part of the experience. I want to be walking around in a field and see something and go, wait a minute. Is that a Geo dude? Because that didn't yeah. look like a regular Geo dude. You know that kind of experience. Like, I, I, in fact, that was actually the only Alolan Pokemon I didn't know about going into um, Sun and Moon, and it was so special for me. I remember. I think I was on a call with you, Steve, because we're always on yep. a call. And I'm walking around, and all of a sudden, like, I fight a Geo, like a gold Geo dude with with um, you know the little uh, the eyebrows. Yeah, the eyebrows. They were. And I was like, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, I was not expecting to see this in my <laughs> game. So right. I'm looking forward to having moments like that you know like totally new things like, that's that's, so that's what i'm hoping for that's what i'm hoping for that's what kind of why i'm going in as blind as i am um because you're that you're bringing me back to like when i was in college and i was so freaking pumped for brawl and i literally watched the pokemon dojo every day because every day there'd be something new whether it was an item yeah. or a character yeah. or and then by the time the game came out and don't get me wrong fun. i still loved it, it was, but yeah no, but, it was it was fun to experience that stuff day by day and get drip fed the content. Yep. How much cooler would it have been if you booted into the game and you're like, yep. "What we fit?" I don't even think she was in that game, but we fit trainer, yeah. like you know, like yeah. yeah. Or oh my god, they brought this item back, and this item does this now. Type. Yeah, no, I totally. I yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. That was really cool, Smash Dojo. I love that a lot. It was like one of the coolest, like yeah, you know, interactive experiences pre-game but, type of thing that there's ever been. But like it also had a negative impact as well there was there was no way to avoid it which was what i hated and it's even been hard with pokemon legends you know like um i've gotten to the point where the last few days i just haven't even been looking up pokemon stuff online because i know anything i type in is gonna get me Mm -hmm. this this stuff you know and it's it's part of this whole built-in hype culture that we have for games and movies and everything else where it's like now movies even use it as like a tagline see it on day one so you don't get it spoiled for you it's like it's being spoiled is almost a threat to this point where it's like (laughs) well you don't want to have a bad experience so you better get in on day one and you know that kind of like like, you couldn't go a month without playing breath of the wild and uh, well i mean i'm one to talk but and not know like everything that was going to happen in that game yeah. right like you know it's like it, you can't do that these days you have to either get a game at launch or accept that it's going to get spoiled for you and actually eugene that's something i appreciate about you because i am i believe 
apparently, from everything I've seen, at the final boss battle of Metroid Dread. Me and mm -hmm. Dad have been slow grinding through that game. I am currently fighting, I'm just going to say it because he's in like the first cutscene of the game, Ravenbeak, who I believe mm -hmm. is the final boss, but I don't know if he <laughs> is or not. And man, it's a hard fight. But um, but you haven't said anything about that game since Justin and I haven't finished it. And, and it's yeah. killing him too. Yeah. Every it week. really is. Like, it's so killing me every so week, bad. I wish one of you guys would finish it. Hopefully this weekend I'll get through that fight and we can have you a conversation. You've pretty um, much already gotten to the like all the stuff I want to talk about because right before the Ravenbeak fight is mm. the oh, oh and then. The um, yeah, <laughs> and the, the and the 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 this and then yep. feel about this. Uh huh. And yeah, and I know once once um okay, I'm gonna use coded language here so you can <laughs> spoil it for this. me. I don't care. Well, yeah, but I don't I don't know if any of our listeners. Okay, okay I'm just gonna I'm just gonna, a... I'm just gonna say we're putting a spoiler tag right mm -hmm. here. I'm about to spoil parts of the Metroid skip Dread. Skip ahead plot. ninety um, seconds. Skip ahead, yeah, a good two minutes, and and we'll be clear. Um, okay, now that that is out of the way, the spoiler talk can begin. As soon as Adam started talking to me about like, oh, you're a Metroid, you're a threat to the galaxy now, Samus, you have to be eliminated. I was like, that's not the Adam I know. The oh, Adam well, I know, know killed himself to save me in Metroid Other M. I was like, that's not my Adam. <laughs> you know why, what tipped me off is because um, Adam never said my lady. And I was like, when is he gonna say my lady? Yeah. Like in all the yeah, other ones, any, you know? Any objections, lady? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, I didn't even. It took me way longer than you, because like once we got into like the last moments, and he starts talking like, "You gotta, you're a threat to the galaxy." Like, <laughs> yeah. That's not Adam. Adam's Adam's it, a, Adam's a good guy. That's not. It my was about Adam. halfway through the game for me, and I was like, I was like, huh. He started huh. to get really suspicious. Uh huh. Yeah. Very uh, very cool. And that Ravenbeak fight, game. man. I've made it to phase four, which I'm thinking is the last phase. It's right after he rips phase off his four? wing. Yeah, okay, so there's, okay, Holy multiple phases. Hell. Phase yeah. one, you gotta just hit him a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. Then he does this thing, you go into a ball, you do a quick time event. Phase two, he's basically invincible, and I'm just mm -hmm. waiting for him to do his, his taunt. Turn like gold or whatever. Phase three is where I spam all my missiles and lose those. I'm blowing him out of the air. I'm doing jumps and circles. He's doing beam attacks. Phase four is very difficult. I have not gotten through phase four yet. He does like a sun that shoots things out of the sky. He oh, and then you have to like jump around in yeah, circles around it. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. it's, it's, it's a hellish fight, but we're going to get through it eventually. Mm. So I'm, I'm hoping maybe this weekend that'll be something me and dad. When I got to Ravenbeak. tiring. When I, yeah. Sorry if you're still listening and there's some spoilers. Um, I'm going to stop spoilering, I guess. When I got to oh, the final boss, um, I, I had been playing for five hours straight at that point. And then I just hit a wall on that oh. boss. And then the next day yeah. I came back and I, it must have taken me an hour, two hours. But I like was going after it, you know, mm -hmm. like and, you know, little by little, you're getting yeah. a little bit further. Yep. You that to, feels you so good. Can I can I say something? And I guess this is my last spoiler thing. Sure. Maybe. <laughs> I was really surprised that uh, I'm just gonna say it this way, so it doesn't have to be a spoiler. I was really surprised at the absence of a very iconic Metroid character in this game, and I'm curious to see if that character may appear at some point, but it doesn't seem likely, I, and that's really weird. I think I, know I get what you're that that character's about. died. 
I get that that character's died like 80,000 times and been brought back <laughs> as a clone and a robot and a clone uh -huh. robot, but it's just a little weird Aww. that said character wasn't in this game because it's uh -huh. such an iconic moment in every Metroid game. Uh -huh. I like how I was this became for the Metroid too. show. I know. I know who you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, I, I was, in fact, I was almost waiting for, for you to give a little cocky smile as in after you finished the fight I was talking about, he shows up kind of well, thing. But like, I just think he's absent from the Poker face, right? Eugene. Poker face. There, there, I will say that there's more after the boss that you're on. But I won't say any more than that. There's okay. like, you know, there's always a little more after the final boss, right? So, you know, like, yeah, in yeah, Metroid the, the, fashion. The, you got to escape the base before it blows up style thing. Okay, interesting. All right, well, hopefully by next week I'll be able to have a serious conversation with you. I have no idea yes. if Justin's finished it. He never talked about it again. I so doubt it, actually, we'll but we'll have to goes. see. Yeah, yeah I we feel might like have to kick him off the show. It, but, um... <laughs> Well, by next week, we'll just be talking Pokemon anyway. At least I will. Yeah. Um, I've got my my hour one Are plans. Are we safe? Yes, we're safe. We're out of, we're out of okay. spoiler territory now. My hour one safe. plan, I think I said this last week, but Bidoof's, Bidoof's big stand, um, it hit me hard in the feelings. So my partner Pokemon in this game is going to be a Bidoof, and I will be killing the Pokemon god with a Bidoof by the end of this game. <laughs> I'm sure of that. So it's going to be fun. I, I'm, I, well, got, I got goals. I got aspirations. I saw Pikachu in the trailer, so you know I'm going to have a Pikachu. Uh -huh. I don't really know who my partner Pokemon is going to be, though. Yeah. Um, I'm really thinking, even though I can't say it, Zorua. And I'm Zoroark? just going to... Yeah. No, not well. Yeah, I mean, but oh, you mean I like the, the I like baby. the pair of them. Yeah. Yeah. I just I like hope my boy Hypno's in this game. That'd be cool. I um I don't I haven't seen Hypno yet, but I also have only but seen that... like ten Pokemon, mm -hmm. so you know. And neither think... and neither of us have looked up the confirmed list either. I so. think, and this is very fair because the game does take place in essentially the Sinnoh region. Um, a lot of the Gen Four Pokemon are back, so like right, a lot of the yeah. trailer Pokemon were like you know. Oh, you've got, I can't even think of a Gen 4 Pokemon off the top of my head, but like Bidoof, you know? Like you've got Bidoof mm -hmm. and you've got Combi well, and you've got, Mag you know, all Magmar those. Magmar and Magmortar and those Magmortar guys. Magmortar and Electivire. Yeah, all that stuff. I wonder so, if we'll have babies. I Did like I dream? Well, that comes, that... Go ahead. Yes. Oh, no, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, did I dream that there was another form Growlithe? Because that's what I want. There is a Hisuian Growlithe, and we Thank have not you. seen okay. Arcanine. I need yet, that, so we don't know. Correct. We don't know if Arcanine. So that's the other thing that we don't know. We don't know if these Pokemon are going to evolve into like Hisuian sure. Arcanine, or if it's going to be like Archivire, or you know that kind of stuff. Like, like we right. don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. That's what's so fun about it. We don't know well, what's going to happen. We're speculating on other things too. Like, like there's another trailer Pokemon called Cleaver. Yeah. We don't know if he's an evolution of Scissor or if he's something new. I actually mm -hmm. do know what that is because I read about it on the official well, website. Well, you shut but your dirty face. I won't say anything. <laughs> um, what I will say, Eugene, just so you kind of have a, an understanding of some basic game mechanics that are really cool, is, and I don't think this gets into spoilers at all because sure. it's all very basic stuff, but the Pokemon interact differently based on what Pokemon they are. So, like, one of the things mm -hmm. about Hisui and Growlithe that's interesting on the website is they tend to say in pairs of two, and like protect each other kind of thing. So if right. you're going up against those Growlists, they're gonna be in pairs. Uh, easy going Pokemon, like again, like my Bidoof, he's just gonna walk right up to you and be a little cutie and not, not do anything. Then you've got like angry Pokemon that like attack you at sight. And like, it's just, I'm really excited to just get in there and start. I like, am you know, really, cool. well, that's the thing, right? Like just learning all the new elements and like, you know, the new interactions, yeah. like, oh God, I'm so excited. 
So I think I mentioned this to both of you, and I know we have to get to change the system here, but um, a nerd that I am, I bought a sketchbook, and I am actually planning on either being in the wild or bringing them back to, like, base camp or whatever where they're safe, but, like, encountering these Pokemon and, like, drawing them and stuff and, like, making my own, like, research log in the real world to, like, go along with this game. Like, I'm that well, much of a nerd. So, and that's, like... that's not the only thing you did, either. You bought a uh, wooden Pokeball. Oh, I yeah, I, right. I got the, the ball off Etsy. I love that, that yeah. Etsy Pokeball. It's Is really it made cool. of actual wood? No, it's like a, a 3D print but it's okay. got like kind of a wood grain texture on the bottom and then like okay. the plastic on the top. I, I love it opens and everything. it's got a little like zipper latch like the Pokeballs do. I love it, man. It's so, so cool. cool. <laughs> no, this game is going to be fantastic. I, I'm really hoping that we're two hours and two minutes out at this point. Yeah. I'm not counting. You're counting. Cause yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess since we, we kind of have to wait for Eugene to get back for us to kill the show and take our break before change the system anyway. Um, unless, you know, you have strong reservations against it, my plan has always been to kind of record our initial experience while I play and we talk on the call, so I'll probably yeah, be posting we, that reaction to my YouTube channel. <laughs> to make it work, we may have to wait just an extra 30 minutes till mm -hmm. about the usual time. I know mm -hmm. that'll kill us to be 30 minutes behind launch. I'm you okay. can come water my flowers or something. That's my plan. No, we're playing this, <laughs> assuming it comes out tonight at right. a reasonable hour, not at like 4 a.m., we're playing this together. I'm not going in without you. So. No, I I appreciate that. So, um, all right. Well, now that we are all present and accounted for, we will be right back after a word from our sponsors with Change the System. Infender.com is the place to go if you want to get everything that we are doing. Head to our Patreon, go to our Discord, even Steve's Discord lives there. Go to Infendo.com today. Go to Infendo.com today, but not yet! Not yet, because we have to talk about all the games we've been playing. Every last one! We've been playing so many games! Um, and I good. choose... I choose you, Eugene to go first and tell us about the games you've been playing so sure hit me. i mean you're let's jump on this uh retro adventure again because um i've been playing a lot of hacked switch as per um you know my mo lately um i've been playing a heck of a lot of just like random stuff i guess the thing that i've been putting the most time into though is um the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time Master Quest because I finally want to finish that one very since nice, I very nice. yeah since I, I picked that up around Christmas time and I want to just put a nice bow on it I'm on the last um, dungeon or I guess you can call it the I'm on like you know uh, Ganon's tower you know after at the oh, very end I don't even and, I don't even think of that as a dungeon I mean there is a yeah, lot to do. There's a lot there, but I was like, wait, is this a dungeon? But I guess it kind of is, because even in the Master Quest, it's changed up just very slightly, you know? So it's a yeah. little bit different from what you remember in the original game. But yeah, I'm liking it. I mean, I've played it before, beaten it before. Not a whole lot more to say about that game other than it still holds up. It, I um, picked up the 3DS version of Ocarina of Time just to like kind of compare, just to, you know, check notes, as it were. And... That's good too, but I think I just prefer the blockiness to the original. There's there's just some kind of charm there, yeah. you know? It's just yeah, like... Yeah, I feel the same yeah. way. Especially with... Um, Maybe we wouldn't feel that way if we were born in like 2010, but I sure. feel like, you know... Sure. 
it, it, there's just something about it, you know? There's something about seeing that weird looking shape on the wall that's a scatola, but you know it is because it's like glimmering in a weird way type of thing, yeah. you know? Like, I, yeah, yeah, no, I just, I like that game. Um, but, you know, we've talked about that before. I've beaten Diddy Kong Racing three times um, since we've, um, since I've gotten my hacked Switch. And that's because I downloaded it. Three times? Yes, because I beat it the original way. I found a ROM hack that is not good, but I beat it. And then I found another ROM hack, which is basically just like hard mode, and I beat that. And um, I just love Diddy Kong Racing. It's so good. It's like my favorite. I I don't know that I can play any other um, kart racer solo like I can Diddy Kong Racing, but like it's just fun. Yeah. Just a fun the, game. Eugene, I'm serious. The next time Crash Team Racing goes on sale for like 20 bucks, you've got to give it a try. I bet you like it. I, I think, think I would like probably it. It like it. It's no Diddy Kong Racing, but it's close. Yeah, I don't think it wouldn't it wouldn't dwarf Diddy Kong Racing for you. But sure. it would probably give you some of those vibes, you know? If you, sure. if you if you're it's like I can't do a fifth round of Diddy Kong Racing, like eh, probably enjoy a little bit of it. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know what it is about, I, it's obviously nostalgia, you know, like, Diddy Kong Racing can't be that great, yeah. well, it's n obviously not better than Mario Kart, than the newest one, you know, but I like it well, better than the newest well, Mario Kart. Well, I beg to differ. Uh, yeah, actually, I don't know about that, because, again, it's like, better than Mario Kart well, you were saying, it's more of a solo experience. No, not 64, you know? I know it's better than Mario Kart 64, no, no, but I Mario think, Kart I would, 8. yeah, oh. I would put it I, better I than Mario know. Kart 8 in my mind, even though objectively Mario I Kart 8 is a better game. I think it depends on what your qualifiers you're using, right? Like, I mean, yeah, if you're if you're just looking at them both blank slate, then maybe Mario Kart 8 is better. But, I mean, you're going to get a lot more solo game time out of a game like Diddy Kong Racing, especially if you're, like, mm -hmm. a completionist, than you are sure. at a Mario Kart, you know? So, I don't know. I'm glad to say Diddy Kong Racing might be better than Mario Kart 8. It just depends. It's just a good game. It's just so good. It's a good um, game. It's a good game. But... Just running down the retro games I've been playing, I've been playing Terra Enigma, which is a, um, I don't know if it's a sequel or a prequel to Illusion of Gaia, but I've been playing that one. I've been playing Soul Blazer, which is a prequel to Illusion of Gaia. I've never p beaten either of those games, um, so I'm looking forward to getting through both of them. They're no Illusion of Gaia, but again, I think that's nostalgia talking, so, you know, what are you going to do? But um, other than that, I've been putting a lot of time into Babel Royale on Steam. That is my new addiction. I actually dropped 60 bucks on it. I just bought like, you know, the there's a there's a thing that says, listen, give us 60 bucks and you have everything. Anything that we ever drop, you know, all the skins and all that stuff, you can have it. So I there have are skins. Oh in a baby Scrabble game? Oh baby boo, there's a Scrabble skin. I my skin right now is a pillow. So my letter cuz I've been starting with the letter E cuz that's another thing you can do when you pay. My letter E um, is yeah. a pillow. Um, you can do a pizza box. Um, I also have cat ears on mine because you can Man, buy you hats. Fell for this hard. Yeah. You <laughs> fell for this hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it is good. It's a good game. Um, I, I, it's not as popular as that other word game that's going around the internet, obviously, Wordle or whatever, but this is my word game. That game makes me want to throw my phone. <laughs> I can't hear Wordle and not think of it as, like, the baby evolution of, like, a squirtle and a war turtle. Like, oh. it's just immediately where I go. <laughs> that's funny. 
but that's pretty much and it. I, I mean, tell me that I'm funny. That makes it all <laughs> Lucas, you're so funny. Um, but that's really all I've been doing. Um, I could talk to you guys about Pokemon Go, but you know, that's that's we're fine. I've been catching Pokemon. Haven't been catching Shiny this week, so I'm not too happy about it. But you know, still catching Pokemon. So uh, yeah, who wants to take next? Steven? Yeah, so we'll save Animal Crossing for last, because obviously I may have put just a teeny bit of time into that one. Just a little bit. Um, I started Banjo-Kazooie mm. late, late, late one night, and I didn't make this? it. When was this? I was just laying in bed one night, and I couldn't sleep, huh. so I ran out and got my Switch. I didn't get far in it because I just wasn't in the right mindset. Oh boy. So it's one of those games that I need to be in the mood for a mascot platformer and I just wasn't right now. So I need to give it a fair shake. So unfortunately I can't really talk about that one. I just wanted to mention it because I have booted it up. I've made it past the title screen. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. So I played the demo for Kingdom Hearts 1. whatever the hell it's called, Cloud, Ver Cloud yeah, let's, Version. Let's talk about that. <laughs> oh boy. So I was doing that while we were setting up for the show tonight. So these guys got my live reaction. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're just like, oh, it's so bad. So let me let me walk you guys through this. So you download the game. It takes all of about 58 megabytes. It's ridiculously small like that. You boot into the game. It's got this gorgeous loading screen that has the box art from 1 and 2. And then it takes you to, like, this eShop-looking page. It looks like some... Like, you know how the eShop has the white bar down at mm -hmm. the bottom? Um, that's what it looks like. It looks like the eShop, and it says, this is a trial version. Click here to start playing. So you click it, and then it takes you this weird loading screen. And then it finally decides it's going to take you into the game selection screen, which is like 19 games long because it's got one and two and everything in between. So I decided to boot into one. It couldn't even play like the opening intro without That's bad. looking like. <laughs> That's not good. Okay, so I want to have. It, it, it was a flipbook. Yeah, I want to jump into this conversation because I tried Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy when that was a demo on the cloud version. Same problem, man. Like, I started playing, and I got through, like, the first minute of the game, and all I was doing was walking and crouching and stuff, like, basic yeah. tutorial stuff, and it got so choppy. And I was just like, I, so, don't, I don't have time for this. Like, I don't want to do this. This is horrible. So for anybody that's played Kingdom Hearts 1 or watched the Sora reveal trailer in Smash, um, the very first thing you do when you get in there is you you load into like, it's like this stained glass window floor thing. And you have to walk up and pick one of these three platforms that you're going to pick, you know, attack, defense, or magic. And then you have, and that's what you're going to boost. And then you pick the next one, which is what you're going to lose a little bit of as you level up. I couldn't even jump on the platform. God. And like you do, you go to turn the camera and it turns at about 15 frames a second. So, and I've got good Wi-Fi. I mean, sitting in this exact room, I get about 150 down and about 60 up. 
So there's no reason that it should be performing like that. It was bad, Lucas. Yeah, I don't really know bad. who these cloud games are made for. You must have to just have a really amazing setup because for the average gamer, I just feel like it does not work. Unless unless we're doing something very, very wrong. Like, I just can't do it. At least not on Switch, well, you know? Like, <laughs> I was going to say, well, and that's the weird thing is these games are clearly not made for Switch. Mm. Or the cloud games, I should say, are clearly not made for Switch. But on the other consoles, you can just, well, I don't know. I mean, you can just buy them on disc. I know they sell it on PlayStation. I don't know if Kingdom Hearts is still a PlayStation yeah. exclusive so like, for the for the prequels. So, like, what's even but, the point of having the option unless, like, unless we're the outliers and everyone else is having a flawless time, you know? Like, mm. I'd be so pissed if I paid $60 for this and, like, I couldn't even play the thing, you know? Yeah, like... I, so, okay, so I played it on PS4 because I have that collection on PS4. Mm-hmm. I played it on PS4 streaming to my Vita, and it was better. And let me tell you how that system works. Your Vita connects through the internet to your PlayStation, which is sitting in your house. God. So it, it relies on two separate networks and <laughs> your PlayStation, and it still performs better than the Switch version, which is just your Switch connecting to a virtual system. So that was kind of disappointing. Um, but it was it, it was good for me because um, I thought my Guardians experience was maybe like an outlier. It was nice to hear other people are having trouble with with the cloud stuff too, and it's not just me. You yeah, know? like makes yeah, me feel well, less like, crazy. And like I say, I've got two different ISPs coming into the house. You know, one is a gig up and down that we only get about three hundred megs most days. The other one's like a hundred up and sixty down or something. Or no, what is it? Hundred down, sixty up. That's what it is. Anyway. We're not here to talk about internet speed stuff. Um, the other game I've been playing just a little bit of, um, Animal Crossing. Huh, really? I'm s- I, Animal okay, Crossing. so I'm still very much hooked. We kind of teased this at the beginning of the show. Crossbreeding flowers is my thing right now. I've got all, I've got my farm, which you can see behind me if you're watching the live stream. Um, I've got all my crops. I do. I've got a routine that I do every day in the game. And it is it is wonderful. Um, I boot in right next to my house. I've got my money trees, so I chop that down, dig a hole, because I know I'm gonna put another one there in a little bit. Then I go dig up my fossils. I take them to the museum, get them assessed, go get my coffee. And then I go and try and find the money hole so I can bury my 10,000 bells. Like, I've just got this whole routine I every I do every day. Lasts me a couple hours, but right now the thing that's really, really been fun is... Okay, so Lucas has been coming over the last couple days watering my flowers. But even before that, I would water my flowers every day. And that has become my new first thing to do. Is I boot into the game, I go see if I got any flowers. I know I have a bunch of work to do because I know a bunch of them multiplied every day, but I like to go see if I got new ones, and this morning I got black roses for the first time. I was all excited. I don't remember if I put it, Lucas, in our DM or if it was that, in like, super our rare DM or something? with Eugene. So black roses are like the first crossbreed. You need to continue crossbreeding to get to the gold ones. Um, so they're basically what you need to get. Per- so uh, let's they're see. like get they're purple. like War Greymon, and then you can digivolve that yeah. <laughs> with a Jogress into Super Mega Omega Agumon. So they're not they're not super super rare. You've got like a five percent chance for them to come from two reds, 
out of your 5% chance if it's going to happen at all. So it's like, you know, what, 0.5% or something like that? Right. But you can't get any of the other colors without them. So I think I've got, like, pink and orange, but I can't get purple and blue until I get my first black. So you got, like, the O negative uh, flowers. Well done. I did. I was very, very excited. Unfortunately, Lucas's gold watering can broke, so I stand no chance of getting gold ones. The irony. (laughs) Oh, so that's another thing. Got the black flower because I used the golden watering can that we now can't use to grow golden flowers. Because it finally broke. So either Lucas or me are going to have to five-star island to get the recipe, and then we can build gold watering cans again. Yeah. So that's... I don't know. It's not a goal for me right now. Like, I will eventually five-star my island. I have a plan for my island, Eugene. I'm going to be doing a seasonal island, so I've already got the Christmas area started. But each Mm -hmm. holiday that we have for the rest of the year, I'm going to move a villager's house somewhere on the island. And I'm going to do all the seasonal recipes around their house. So by the end of the year, my island should five-star itself naturally. Sure. Um, and then I'm just going to work on flowers and catching bugs, fish, and sea creatures in the meantime. Nice. So that's my plan for my island for the year. It's going to be my slow burn game. Was it the update that brought you back, or did you just like come back because you felt like you wanted to come back? I needed something to play that was super, super casual. And a lot of the games I have loaded on my Switch right now are not really casual games. They're kind of stressful games. Like, I've been wanting to play Doom, but everything's trying to kill you. Um, you know, stuff like that. And I just needed something super casual to play. And I think what finally pushed me over the edge was actually the expansion pass, the um, DLC that you get from that. Right. Because I was like, well, that's a whole other game's worth of content in there that I can try for no extra charge. So, and then it became a matter of how fast can I roll credits. But now that I've rolled credits, I'm just like, okay, now I'm just kind of coasting through the game every day. Mm -hmm. So, like, this farm um, that I keep referencing, I think it makes me, what did I say, Lucas? Between 250 and 300,000 bells a harvest. I'm going to say you said that, but honestly, sometimes when you talk about Somewhere right around there. (laughs) So, I I spent 650,000 bells this week in turnips. Mm-hmm. And I spent two hundred and twenty-four thousand on a bridge, and I still I have over a million bells sitting in the bank. I thought you were right going to say on a burrito. I don't know why. Two hundred twenty-four thousand on a burrito, you know. But yeah, so I've I've found do. a way to make bells. I can make about a million bells a week, and now it's just kind of like, okay, what else can I do? With Man, this game? if you had played New Leaf back in the day, you would have been one of those guys who went to the island every night from like 6pm to 10 or whatever and caught sharks just non-stop. Like, you'd be rolling oh, yeah. in bells. Well, oh, I was God. disappointed because by the time I started playing again, yeah. they removed the hybrid flower islands. They removed mm. those in version like 1.2 or something like that. Yeah. So there are no hybrid flower islands on the regular Nook Miles tours anymore. What so. you gonna do? I have no comment. I have no comment. <laughs> yeah, and then and then I got distracted by the Twitch chat. So, but that is actually everything I've been playing. Well, I'll take you guys through a little trip into the games I've been playing. I'm gonna do it in reverse order from most boring to least boring. 
um, just to kind of keep things interesting. Uh, most boring game I've been playing recently, probably Smash Bros. Just because, come on, guys, Smash Bros. How many times can we talk about Smash Bros? Um, I finally got to play Sora. There you go. I finally got to play Sora. I cleared classic mode. I cleared spirit mode with every character in the game now. So that's a thing that's happened. Um, I've been fighting Sora a lot because he's the new character. You know, it's fun to fight him. Fun to fight him is Sephiroth. You really feel like the villain when you're fighting, like, the doughy-eyed youth anime character. Um, kick his butt with Sephiroth because I've got that range. Joker, who I believe I am decent with, I got floored fighting him, man. Like, he just he combos you. Once he gets you in the air, I had to do, like, the, the time I finally beat him, I had Arsene out, and I, it was like he was going down, I was going up, and we were both doing our attack, and I just managed to get my kick off before he did his thing, and that's how I got right. the kill. But, ah, oh, man, it's a fun game. The thing that I have the most fun with in that game is there are a few content creators that are still really active in the Smash community online. Um, so as you're siphoning through all of like the weird, lewd, like anime character maps and all of the memes and the weird messages that this one person is pumping out, like 8,000 of, they're just like letters on a blank screen. You find some really well-made stages too. Um, so I've been downloading a crap ton of stages. I got like a Treasure Trove Cove that somebody did that's really nice. That's cool. Like, music and everything. And, yeah, and um, like there's some that are like really nice like pixel art of games I don't even recognize, but they just look like they'd fit. So I have like, you know, pit, like a pit fighting in like a heavenly tower kind of stuff. Just really hmm. cool stages people make. So I like to go on like once a week, see what's trending and download anything that looks good, follow any creators that are like active and just kind of keep mm -hmm. an eye on what they're churning out because sometimes they make really cool stuff. Um, the next game I want to talk about is Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is basically just Pokemon Sword. Before we do that, Eugene, I gotta ask you to swap songs because this one is so distracting. This, and this one freaks Lucas out. Yeah, it's and it's the like horror song from Ica Village. I actually, it's called I actually Hypno, have this like my boy. In my house right now. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, I never. This one's called I Love You. Either. Did you guys know about? Uh, did you guys know about Ica Village back in um, New Leaf? Probably not. Did you guys play New Leaf? It was like I played the it a little bit, but I don't famous... remember that. It was the most famous like dream village that you could go to. It was like a whole like murder horror thing. Like there was the girl standing there with the axe, and you'd go into the rooms, and it'd have like you know like blood on the ground and stuff, and like skulls, and it was really creepy. And they always played that song, so I really associate that song with like horror. Um, anyway, Smash or uh, Pokemon. Um, I've been playing Sword and Shield because I've been desperate for Pokemon content because I just really want this game to come out already. Um, I've been doing that mini game where you go and you catch shinies every now and then. The, the whatever Steve called it last week. Oh, I've already forgotten. The den, the raid den. Raid den adventure. Max raid adventure. There you go. Um, I got a shiny Tauros out of that, which was cool. I've never had one of those before. I also got my third shiny Manectric, which I've promised to Steve. So that exists as well. But yeah, um, Pokemon Sword. It's really neat. You, it's a cool game. You almost sold me on a Pokemon game. 
really? the other week. Yeah. What? You almost what? got me to buy Pokemon Snap when you were playing that. Oh, it's a cool I was game. this close. I highly I recommend am. Pokemon Snap. The worst thing about Pokemon Snap, Pokemon game. Snap is one of the only games where I would do a Justin thing, and I would say if it was possible to have the game with full content and just play through whatever stages you want. Yeah, same. The way they, same. It's very yeah. gatekeepy, and it, mm. it, can, it can really extend the life of the game, but not in a fun way, I feel like. It's a lot more fun now that everything's unlocked, and I can just like explore and, and take photos mm -hmm. and stuff. I bet it looks stunning on an OLED Switch, too. I, bet I do does. have it's... to say, Kingdom Hearts, that's the only good thing I have to say about that demo, is it looked good on, a, it's... on an OLED. It is the nicest a Pokemon game has ever looked. And I know that I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying this, but I think, um, from what I've seen of it, I think uh, there's some room to rival that with uh, the, 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 the Legends Arceus stuff. It's not going to have the same level of, like, you know, high-quality graphics kind of stuff, but they're almost going for kind of like a Skyward Sword watercolor mm -hmm. kind of feel to it, and I'm, I like it's the way going, it's looking. It's going to age very well. I like the way it's looking. I hope it does. Um, the two games I really wanted to talk about this week, Banjo-Kazooie. I also started that this week. And I've been playing it pretty much every night as I hang out with Steve and I have nothing else to do um, while he does his Animal Crossing stuff. I have been playing it as a very kind of slow burn game. I want to 100% this game. I don't think I've ever fully 100%ed Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, really? Like, I think I've gotten all of the Jiggies once or twice, but I don't think I've ever gotten all the Honeycombs and the Mumbo Tokens. There's a lot. So I just kind of want to, like, really... Yeah, I want to I wanna 100% it. When I played this game a couple years ago, I didn't enjoy it. I thought I had outgrown it. I thought it hadn't aged well. Playing it on the Switch, I'm having a really good time. Um, so I don't know what's different. I don't know if it's the fact that I can pause at any point and make a save state and come back to it kind of thing, that pick up and play. That helps. Or if I'm just at a point in my life where I have a little more time to sit down and just enjoy things again. But I'm liking it. I'm liking it a lot. I'm at Freeze Easy Peak right now. I think I've... I haven't gotten every honeycomb in every area, but I've gotten every jiggy. Like, I make a point of getting all the music notes in the jiggy my first time through kind of thing. And just kind of doing a level a night, you know, and kind of slow burning it. So I'm really liking it. It's a, it's a really cool game. Um, again, for like the 80th time. The biggest game that I want to talk about, though, and it's very fitting music in the background because it sounds like the kind of music that's in the game anyway. Mm. I'm playing RuneScape. <laughs> um, old school RuneScape, which is the, the the version that looks like it came out in like 2004, because it did. Um, and I've been really enjoying it, guys. This was my childhood MMO. I don't know if you guys have ever played it or even heard of it before. I've heard of it. Dabbled in but it, like, but never like, of, yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's weird to play a game that you grew up with like 20 years ago that's an MMO and have everything kind of still be the same, you know? Like RuneScape, RuneScape is a uh, your version of, you know. Grendel's Cave is it's my, your, my um, RuneScape. Yeah, that's that's what I equate it to, yeah. So like right now, where I just got to today, like I've been training um, archery because I found out that there's like some nice bows and stuff and there's all kinds of like agility bonuses and stuff with archery apparently. So I've been, I've been really working on archery and just, you know, and my dad's been playing for like the last year. So we, we got him a membership for his birthday, actually. So um, so he comes in and he gives me, like, you know, 100,000 gold and some nice equipment and some arrows and stuff to get me started. And that's cool. I can actually like, interact with him in this game. But then I start, like, wandering around and I start seeing things 
that like I remember from when I was a kid, like the archaeology area that just got introduced into the game and how you can go panning for gold and digging up, like you have to take exams and go digging for fossils and stuff. Um, there's there's many games that I remember, like the, the mime will randomly pop up and you have to do the mime emotes to, to battle him. And if you win, you get a piece of mime outfits. And like, just like all of these things that like had so much meaning for me as a child, that like as an adult playing the game, it's like, oh cool, I got a mime hat. But like, then I think back and I'm like, yeah, this was like a valuable treasure for me as a kid. I'm really happy I have this again. You know, that kind of stuff. like. I'm just, I'm having a good time. And I don't know if I could recommend this game to everyone out there. Like, I've even talked to Steve about it, but, like, I don't know that I could recommend it to you because you kind of had to be there, you know? Like, but, man, it's good to go back. Like, it's been really fun. And it plays flawlessly on mobile now. So, and it's cross-play, cross-compatible or whatever. It's one Local, file on both accounts. So when I'm, like, sitting around, got nothing to do, I'm booting into mobile, and I'm arching ogresses in a cave for eight hours. And then I'm going on my computer, and I'm doing all the quests. And it's like, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I'm having a good time with it. So um, that was kind of my weird oddball choice game. And that honestly, out of all the games I talked about, That'll probably be the only one I continue to play once Arceus comes out, because everything else has been just kind of, like, placating me while I'm waiting mm, for this game mm -hmm. I'm really excited for. So, you know, like, I don't plan on go back and going back to, like, Smash or Pokemon Sword once Arceus is out. That's just kind of a nice distraction. But, yeah, RuneScape, that's going to stick around. It's a fun one. And, oh, I, I didn't really mention it, but Metroid. We talked a lot about Metroid at the top of the show. I'm kind of at the final-ish boss. Um... Planning on wrapping that one up very soon. I just have to get the energy to sit down and spend like two hours, like Eugene was saying, relearning all of the boss's attack patterns, it, getting past phase four and finishing this fight. So. It's all about that pattern. I, I remember yeah. when I was playing it, like when I woke up the next day, I was like, okay, I, I was like having dreams about it, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, and now I gotta jump over this on the, yeah. you know, when they're doing that. And yeah, it's like, so good. Well, there's like a segment too in like phase three, I think it is, where he does a few different attacks. Like he's got the, the, the beam that goes out, then he's got the big mm -hmm. beam, then he's got the, the dive attack. And then he's got this one where he swoops from one side of the field to the other. I spent the first like half hour jumping instead of ducking, knowing I had to duck, but jumping out of reflex mm -hmm. and then going, oh, I do that every freaking time. You know, <laughs> the thing that sucked for up. me on that one is because I was trying to push down twice to get in morph ball mode, knowing that you oh. can push like the L button to like, uh, mm -hmm. L button does it right away or whatever, right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so like that was my problem. I was like, damn it, I just need to learn to like push this button instead of down See, twice. I didn't even think to. I didn't even think to morph ball. I run either at him or away from him, and I just slide. Slide. Oh yeah, no, I just push the quick morph ball button, which is L, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm. Interesting. Well, yeah, no, it's um, it's a good game. I really like it. I don't. Again, I don't know that it's going to replace a game like Super Metroid for me, just because that game has so much... First off, it's got the nostalgia, which, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's a big thing for me. But, um, it's slow, it's plodding, it's methodical, you know? And this <coughs> game can be that, but there's a lot of action, there's a lot of quick, do this, do that, do that, quick time, go, 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 kind of stuff. Very fun game. Really cool Metroid game. Nice evolution of the series. Definitely one of my favorite games. I just don't know if it's my favorite if I had to say, like give a, a reason why it why it has like you know the slightest bit of negativity for me, is because of the fact that they um, 
uh, of how they do their gatekeeping. Usually in a Metroid game, when you get a new item, you know, you can go do all the new things that you got the new item for. In this game, they're like, ah, just kidding, we're going to throw some other, you know, mulligan in your way or whatever, you know, that you can't get past yeah. until you get the next item. And that was a little bit frustrating, yeah. but, you know, I got past that. Um, there's a little bit too of, I would have kind of liked to have seen, and this is personal preference, really, but I think I would have liked to have seen a little more of kind of the old style of, of Metroid introducing, like, bosses and areas and stuff where you just walk sure. up and the boss shows up kind of stuff instead of like you know fade to black cutscene boss battle yeah. like every you know it's like i always knew when i was going to encounter a boss because totally. the screen would fade to black we'd have like a, a three-quarter angle samus running into the room looking up and then oh look it's crade or it's you know whatever the boss of the week kind of thing is you know so, mm -hmm. yeah I, I don't know i again love the game I, these are criticisms of like a nine out of ten game right but, you know different kind of game right um, totally. And different kind of show. So I guess before we get out of here, we have kind of a big announcement. And it's going to be really big if you're currently hanging out in the live chat. It's going to affect you the most. <laughs> um, we have kind of decided for a number of reasons for our own ability to do the show easily and effectively and without all this lag and latency and stuff that you're experiencing. Um, in part, just to, to be able to like get more content out there, I think, quicker and easier. We're going to be going away from the whole live streaming the podcast thing. Um, now, we've already kind of talked privately and said that we're going to continue to have our videos on when we record. Um, one of us, probably me, unless Eugene rigs up some kind of automatic system, we're going to have some way to get that content out to you guys pretty much as soon as, you know, we finish recording or whatever. So it goes on YouTube, it goes on Twitch. Um, but, but yeah, we're going to stop doing these shows live for the most part. We've, we've been talking, we don't really have it cemented yet, so we'll probably put out a tweet or something if we figure that out. We've been talking about maybe doing an episode a month that we do live, because we really did, like, like, last week we did the whole thing with, like, Serafina came on, we had people in the chat, like, five, ten people in the chat talking to us. That was really fun, and that kind of made us say, you know, maybe we don't want to totally go away from the live thing altogether. So we are still going to find a way to do some live episodes here and there. This is the most fitting music for this moment, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but but we're not going to do a live show every week anymore. We will still be doing the podcast every week. So if you download us, if you watch yes. us retroactively after we've gone live, you know, you know, you'll still see us and nothing will have changed. But if you hang out with us and you're part of our live audience, first, no, we really appreciate you guys. Um, second, no, we will be back doing live episodes again in some form, but it'll probably be kind of a once-a-month kind of thing, special occasion kind of thing. So, um, But thank you for being there for us, for all the 200 and whatever episodes we've been doing this for. It's um, ironic, because I was here for the original announcement yeah. of the live stream, and now I'm here for the announcement of the end of the regular live stream. Steve killed Infendo! Justin's been gone for two weeks, so he doesn't even know. I don't know if he knows that we're doing this next week. But yeah, next week will be our first show that we do not record live. So we'll still be putting it out there. You'll still see it. But don't come to Twitch because we won't, we won't be here, guys. We won't be here. But I do kind of hope that it ups the quality of the show a little bit. Because when I go back and I watch our old shows, there's a lot of like one of us talking and then the other one pausing for a very long awkward time and right. then, you know, so I, I think having us all doing it together will really up the the quality of it, things a little bit and you know our our listener our live listener to like actual listener ratio is something like a thousand to one 
So it would be nice to give the people who, like, you know, the majority of people who right. listen to the show a cleaner, more professional show again. So yeah. anyway, I've been rambling. Thank you guys so much for watching, as always. We'll be back again next week in very similar, if not identical, fashion. Bye-bye! Adios. Arceus. Arceus.